0: Hey everyone, this is Guido, one of the co-hosts of the Amigos podcast. We're off this week, but we wanted to leave you with a quick clip from one of our old episodes. We hope you enjoy it. So we talked a bit earlier about what you do at the modern agency, but I wanted to go more Mm in-depth. So I have a two-part question for you. The first is, what exactly is a cultural impact specialist? (laughs) Just because I know I don't know, Guido (laughs) doesn't know. I don't think too many people know what it is. It kind of sounds like a new position that is evolved as time comes on. And the second is how did you discover this role and what advice do you have for others who might be looking into a similar position?
1: Yeah, so what is a cultural impact specialist? It's kind of like what I said earlier. It is whatever you want it to be. It's traditional PR, right? So like that is a big part of our role. We're all PR professionals at the end of the day. We do all the PR stuff. We pitch. Mm. We 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 write pitches. We create media lists. We have relationships with Reporters, things like that. But a big part of our role and like my boss, Jacqueline Ruel, who also is the star of the lab at Martin, she always likes to say is it's a, we like to keep our, fin- like our, our finger on the pulse of culture. Mm-hmm. So whether that means like pop culture, whether that means what's happening in the news, whether that means EDI, right? Like that is our job and figuring out how to incorporate that into ad campaigns or activations, so yeah, that's that's the best way that I can describe it. And I think that you know, cultural impact specialist or coordinator, or just cultural impact is is unique to Martin, right? Like you might not see this role, like this verbatim role, somewhere else. But we are called like the Cultural Impact Lab, so for Martin, it makes sense. But there's probably similar similar roles as uh, agencies are starting to see the importance of having. EDI very present, so yeah, it's new and it's evolving. But I did forget your second part of the question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no worries. I, I, the second part of the question more covers how did you discover this role?
1: Oh yeah, so I discovered this role. Well, so so I was a maper, like I said, and at the end of mape, there's this thing called Face of Talent, where every maper across the United States for that year goes to New York for the for the week. And we all hang out and we do agency tours and all of this stuff. And so one of the events that we do is kind of like a job fair situation for creatives. It's like a portfolio review. And so Martin was there. And I always joke because I... candidly, did not really know who Martin was. Um, You know, like, (laughs) I was, like, very new and evergreen to advertising. Like, MAPE really exposed me to, like, the advertising world. I always say that, like, I got a PR degree thinking that it was advertising, but, like, I ended up on the same street, just across the street. MAPE helped me understand that. You know, they're quite different. And so, yeah, you know, I didn't know of the Whitens, and I wasn't, you know, hip to all of these huge agencies. And so I was walking around. I was super, super tired after this Face of Talent Day. And a friend of mine went to VCU, which is right down the street from Martin Agency. And so, like, they have the brand center, really prestigious. And so she knew the recruiters. So I always joke that I was like the, the, weird friend that stands on the side at a bar because it's like you don't know those people but that your friend does and I just like stood there while she like talked to the recruiters and then one recruiter came up to me he was like I love your energy and I literally was like what are you talking about I'm so tired let me go home I had my shoes in my hand I was like whatever like I was done I was (laughs) done (laughs) done done done. but they kind of like followed suit from you know and, and kept pushing and they're like let's get to know you and I was like Okay, you know, he had to ask for my resume. Like, I was so over it. So I was like, yeah. sure, here you go. But, you know, he's one of my really good friends to this day. But, yeah, so after Face of Talent, I they were like, hey, we're starting this thing at Martin, the Cultural Impact Lab. I literally could not wrap my head around what that meant. So, you know, and I was not looking to move. So I actually turned down the lab oh. in 2019 when I got the first offer. And they came back to me a year almost on the date later and was like, hey, this role is still here. We're growing the lab. Do you, are you interested? And this was in the middle of COVID. It was September of 2020. And I was like, ready for a change. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And that is how I ended up at the lab, very unconventionally. So, yeah.
0: That's actually a really interesting story. (laughs) Um, I'm actually from, uh, well, I grew up in Virginia, so I know exactly where VCU is. I've spent... Some fun nights over there <laughs> when I was younger. <laughs> I, I, I really, I really like the fact that you said that you didn't know you were going to end up in this because my first job out of college was uh, for a PR agency.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was
0: like, I don't know the first thing about PR, <laughs> but I'm going to do this. Right. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals, aged 32 and under, who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an amigo, join us at add the number two houstoncom You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at add the number two Houston Thank you for listening.